in the hobby. It's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We hype ourselves up thinking that we could pull, I don't know, Hall of Famer. But with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com. The only repack that provides real value, a complete view of all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy slab packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. There is nothing more fun than opening an Arena Club slab pack. I mean, it is so much better than any mystery pack that I've ever purchased because there is a focus on transparency. There is a display of available cards. There are hit rates you can get. When you're graded, you're given a rationale. It is the marketplace for card collecting, buying, trading, selling, and displaying. Arena Club Slab Packs are revolutionizing the repack game with transparency. After your pulls are revealed, they'll immediately be placed in your vault for safekeeping or trading and selling. You can have them officially graded by Arena Club. The Arena Club grading process is accurate, fast, and transparent, with a full grade rationale provided and explanation of how your card was scored. Whether you're buying, selling, trading, or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have to check out. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash badmoney. Wow, that's a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack, that's $40 right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash badmoney for 10% off your first purchase. I love to track progress. As you guys know from listening to this show, I'm constantly tracking my progress. What have we done so far in 2024? And spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans like for a car or a home. You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. That's right, you can build your credit using your own money. Get paid up to two days early with direct deposit. With a qualifying direct deposit, you can get access to your money sooner. Fee-free overdraft with SpotMe. Overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualified direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. Access 60,000 plus fee-free ATMs. That's more than the top three national banks combined. Easily find one near you with the Chime app. Send and receive money. Use Chime to pay anyone, Chime members or not, and cash out your money fee-free. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started at Chime.com slash bad money. That's Chime.com slash bad money. Chime. Feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. You got problems that you ought to be concerned with. Hula. You don't know how you're supposed to earn it or what to do with it or how to keep it. 
keep it You're a freak with a dark, shameful secret But you're not the only one Get your hidden financial fears with a blast of sun Now your healing has begun It's Bad With Money with Gabby Dunn Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Bad With Money I'm Gabby Dunn I am your host. This is a show about finances and feelings where we don't talk down to you. And this week is full of feelings. I first saw Stephanie Dworak's story on CNN. Um, Stephanie is someone who has been very vocal about the costs, both emotional and financial, of her abortion. Um, And so I really, really wanted to have her on the show, and I felt her story was incredibly important. We did an episode about the costs of childcare. Uh, It was a listener write-in episode. You can go back and listen to that. But I wanted to talk specifically about the costs of abortion. And Stephanie is just an amazing guest. I encourage you to really sit with her words. And this is one of my favorite episodes that we've ever done. One of one of the most <sighs> real interviews that we've ever done on the show. So take this in. And if you have anyone in your life who is anti-choice, I encourage you to forward this to them. Here's Stephanie. Um, tell my audience a little bit about who you are and how you got connected to me? Yes, absolutely. Uh, So my name is Stephanie Dworak. Uh, I'm a listener of the podcast. Just I listen to a lot of podcasts. So I am a huge fan of yours. And when I saw or saw slash heard that you were interested in doing uh, stories about the costs of abortion and pregnancy, uh, then I thought my story would be an interesting one to share uh, because I do have excellent health insurance, uh, but I did have to travel last fall for a late-term abortion, and it was very expensive, and it took a lot of privilege and a lot of hoops to jump through. So I thought it would be a, an interesting story to tell. Uh, I do have full-time employment, both my husband and I do, and we have incredibly generous health insurance through our employer. We work for the same company. Full disclosure, I only pay $99 every other week for a family of three with a $300 deductible and $1,000 out-of-pocket max. So we've got really good coverage Mm. for what we pay. Uh, And even with that, uh, I ended up spending, let's see, it was at 12 weeks, I got a test, done, like an ultrasound done to look for possible abnormalities. And they detected some type of growth or issue with the baby's abdomen. So this was at 12 weeks and five days. Okay. We found out there was something called an umphalocele. And at that point, they asked right away, do you want to terminate? Or do you want to run more tests? And because I have really good insurance, I said, let's run the tests. Let's see what happens. Abortion's legal till 22 weeks in the state of Nebraska. So uh, maybe we'll be okay. So over Mm -hmm. the course of the next seven weeks, my husband and I both had multiple blood tests done, several ultrasounds. Um, I had an amniocentesis, which is where they actually pull amniotic fluid from your uterus 
Uh, that was a very long and uncomfortable needle. Uh, but mm-hmm. all said and done, even with my insurance, uh, we spent about $900 in additional tests over those seven weeks before determining that ultimately the defects were of an extent that the baby was truly incompatible with life and I was also in danger. So we chose to terminate and yeah. This was a situation where you already had one child and this was something that you had planned for because something that came up in our episode about childcare was like, you know, oh my God, it's so expensive and you have to prepare for all these things. So this was like a a baby that you had like completely prepared for. Yes, absolutely. We already have one daughter who is, she just turned four a couple weeks ago, but she would have been three at the time. Uh, So she's in full-time daycare, preschool, whatever you want to call it, because my husband and I both work, but we still wanted to have one more child and then we would call it at that point. Uh, so yeah, childcare costs, we, we were fully prepared to pay for daycare for two kids. Like that is something that we were Mm -hmm. budgeting for and ready for. But a lot of those costs ended up going towards the termination of the pregnancy and honestly drained our savings. You find out that this is what's going on. You find out that also, you know, that your life is in danger. So what is the, the next step? So this is where it gets really complicated because uh, when we talk about these abortion laws and abortion bans is what they are, Mm -hmm. uh, they say that, oh, it's it's okay. You can terminate so long as the pregnant person's life is in danger, but they mean that very literally. So I would have to be actively bleeding out with my O2 stats dropping in the process of dying, not just, hey, we can tell that you are developing symptoms that could lead to fatal complications. So that line's Mm. not enough. So because of that, I was not able to get the abortion done in the state of Nebraska, which is where I live. Even with that, I mean, it's these laws are so much more complicated than uh, Republicans make them out to be. Yeah. So you thought, well, okay, Nebraska will like surely allow this. And the the hospital's asking you, do you want to terminate as if that's something that they could just like have done? That was kind of the impression I got. Yeah. Was that like, it was just something that would be handled between me and my doctor. I saw two high-risk specialists at one hospital that totally made it sound like, yeah, no problem, we can get you taken care of. But the laws, again, are not that simple. So once I did make the choice, uh, my doctor emailed me a PDF of clinics in Nebraska and surrounding states and informed me to let him know once the appointment was set and he would fax over all of my medical information. And that was all he could do. Oh my God. He was like most, most medical procedures. If you need to be referred to another doctor, your doctor does that for you and they send all the stuff and they take all that stress off of you. But with abortion, that is not the case. They cannot 
assist. Yeah. So then you had to travel. What did everything run you? And like, where were places where you noticed like, I'm, I'm getting to do this and someone else will definitely not be able to do this? Um, right away, the privilege came out because the fact that I had to read those documents myself and make those phone calls myself is a form of privilege. I, I speak mm-hmm. English and I can read complicated documents and I have the ability to make a phone call and understand that I'm on the phone with a true abortion clinic and not a fake crisis pregnancy center. And I have a driver's license to be able to travel interstate via car or plane. Uh, so right there. Just those those things alone, the fact that I could understand what I was getting myself into and be able to freely travel is a massive amount of privilege and a huge cost that a lot of people don't have. As far as the money, we tried to go to a clinic in Iowa, uh, but their ultrasound machine was calibrated in a way that read that uh, read me one week further along than I was, which put me one day too far along to get the abortion. Uh, so they took that. Yeah, that was two hundred and fifty dollars for that appointment. Oh my uh, god! With, oh my god! For one ultrasound, and them to tell me, "Sorry, we can't help you. Have a good day." Uh, plus we had booked a hotel in Iowa city for two nights. So then we were just out the money for that hotel. So part one (gasps) was that travel cost. And, you know, we had to find care for a three-year-old while this was happening. So we had family watching her and getting her to and from preschool. So that right there was around $600 just completely wasted. Uh, then We had to go to Colorado, which that is where the costs really, really started adding up. So I did break down everything earlier and the tests alone, uh, as I said, were around $900. So that was just for the like tests. Uh, The rental car to get us from Denver to Boulder cost us $670 between the rental and then the tolls that we had to pay between Denver and Boulder. Uh, We needed flights to Denver for me and my husband and then my daughter as well. So that was about $700 in flights. Uh, And then the hotel for four nights was about $800. So right there is, you know, two, almost two grand just for the travel aspect. And that's, and that's not factoring in the fact that since you are traveling and staying in a hotel, you're eating out for every single meal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you want to go out and do stuff. You're in another city, so you may as well make the best of it when you can, I guess. Oh. Um, so those are costs that I didn't even bother factoring in. Uh, but then the procedure itself was $4,000 cash. I'm sorry, what? $4,000. And that's on the low end, actually. That is on the low end of the cost of the procedure. When you, I was 23 weeks along. That is an important clarifier. Uh, by the time I got my diagnosis at 19 weeks, was able to find an appointment in Iowa that fell through and then get to Colorado, I had neared 23 weeks in pregnancy. So yeah, it was $4,000. And technically, when I say cash... I 
theoretically probably could have given them a credit card because I did put it on my debit card. So their reader would not have known the difference. But then I have to deal with the interest rates of a Mm $4,000 payment on a credit card. And Mm -hmm. that adds up way faster than anything else. Wow. I mean, while all of this was happening, this was while Roe was legal. Correct. Correct. Roe was still in place at this point. So was any of this, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I feel like it's so, you might feel like this is so surreal. I'm in some kind of weird fever nightmare. I think that is a really good way to put it because I I was under the impression that I would be safe. You know, Nebraska has abortion legal up to 22 weeks, uh, but it turns out we have two clinics in the entire state. And one of them only does first trimester abortions. uh, And the other one is carrying the capacity for the entire state. So there is just a true lack of appointments and access. So I tried to get the appointment done here. There just wasn't time. By the time I called them, they were like, we're so sorry, we will not be able to get you in for an appointment before you are past the 22 week point. So you did a a segment for CNN, I think, and yes, it was so moving. I think you were a great example because you're an example of what the conservatives want, right? You're married to a man. Exactly. We did it in the quote unquote right order that they want us to. We we got Mm -hmm. married. And then after we got married, we bought a house like we're homeowners. Mm -hmm. We pay property taxes. Mm -hmm. Then we had the baby. Mm -hmm. We we did it the way they want us to. Yes. You planned for this second child. You are a situation where your baby's life was in danger and your life was in danger. Like you are the the typical, you don't have any of the markers that Republicans could be like, what about this? What about this? And so I feel like it was, that's like an incredibly important reason to share your story because I feel like there's, there's nothing to say back to you. That is why I share my story. Who's going to fight me? <laughs> Who's going to sit there and say that I deserved any of this? But that is why I tell it because these bans affect people that want their pregnancies, Mm -hmm. you know, and they negatively impact people who can't have these kinds of pregnancies. Mm -hmm. If they, if people don't have the $6,000 that I needed to be able to get to Colorado and get the procedure done, I I would have died, but also how are like those people can't afford prenatal care. Mm -hmm. There's so much that they can't afford proper prenatal care, proper postnatal Mm -hmm. care, quality child care. Mm -hmm. It, it puts people into this extreme cycle of poverty. Right. Even because they couldn't afford the 600. Managing my finances is incredibly stressful and time consuming. I'm sure you guys know you've been with me on this journey. You know how many finance apps I've tried. You know how much they haven't worked for me. And I'm always on the hunt for a finance app that fits my life. And then I tried Monarch. It is so easy to use with powerful features, collaboration tools, intuitive design, personalization, constant product improvements. I really value an app that allows me to do all of this without confusion. And especially important to me is intuitive design and the ability to personalize because clearly finance is not one size fits all. Did you know that money issues are a leading cause of divorce? 
Monarch, the top-rated personal finance app, also has built-in collaboration features so you can invite your partner at no extra cost. Together, you can see all your finances, collaborate on your budget, and get insights on your cash flow and recurring transactions. It's the easiest way to manage your household finances. Are you saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation? Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Have you been frustrated with personal finance apps that are cluttered with ads, difficult to use, rarely updated? So was Monarch. They built a new kind of personal finance app that's intuitive and powerful and ad-free and constantly improving based on customer feedback. Experience a personal finance app that prioritizes the user experience above all else. Monarch is the top-rated, all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash badmoney. Unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to set up, customize, and use. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. Change the layout of your dashboard, toggle between light and dark mode, create custom budgets and notifications, set up automatic rules for transactions and notifications, and more. Plus, there's ad-free privacy you can trust. We will never sell your data to third parties or show you ads. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash badmoney. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash badmoney for your extended 30-day free trial. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a new candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy. It would be so much easier if I was looking for someone to help me with sweetening audio or let's say someone to run my merch shop or all the little things that go into running a podcast. Usually something like that would be so slow and overwhelming. And honestly, I wish I had used Indeed and I will use Indeed in the future. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash badwithmoney. Just go to Indeed.com slash badwithmoney right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash bad with money. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. 
You can cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math and see how you'll profit with NetSuite. Everything is more expensive these days when you're running a business, and you would be wise to find proven ways to cut costs and boost performance at the same time. The fact that you are able to reduce your IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud is incredible, and the ability to access your cloud financial system from anywhere saves you so much time and stress. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash badwithmoney. netsuite.com slash badwithmoney. netsuite.com slash badwithmoney. $100 I needed the first time I attempted this. Even a few hundred dollars is unattainable for so many people. And if those people don't have $600 to get an abortion... They definitely don't have the money for any of the costs that go with pregnancy and parenthood. Yeah. And and pregnancy doesn't end at birth. I'm it's been almost a year since my abortion. And because of the point I was at in pregnancy, I had full postpartum symptoms. So I did have to get medicated for postpartum depression and anxiety my hair did fall out and now I've got, you know, weird baby hair regrowth. Uh, my skin is still recovering. I have acne like I haven't had since high school because my hormones are just off. And the, the costs of pregnancy are not just in doctor's appointments and co-pays. It's getting to and from those appointments and affording the medications you need to keep yourself and the baby healthy and the cost of the hospital stay and follow up care for the infant because you can't just not take a baby to the doctor. Right. It's never ending. It's it's an extremely expensive and physically and emotionally taxing event that Mm -hmm. does not stop at the 40 week mark. Mm -hmm. It continues for long past that. Mm -hmm. And the, the amount of privilege it took me to get to that point in pregnancy and be able to terminate it and come home is huge. Mm -hmm. I work for an incredibly progressive company and they gave me three weeks of paid time off It was bereavement leave. So this did not even come out of my traditional paid time off or sick leave balance. Yeah. Because they're progressive and they understood what I was going through. But Mm -hmm. so many companies would absolutely not do the same. I didn't even talk about the childcare costs. The fact that she was still in preschool, that we had to recruit multiple family members to help out with her. I mean. Yeah. So find the the financial and emotional burden can go on and on and on and on and on. It does not end. Yeah. One thing that also stuck out to me so much is in the CNN piece was you talking about what do you do now that Roe is gone and you want to have your second child. So can you talk, talk a little bit about how that's changed for you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I, I do want a second child. I still, I still want that, you know, weird little 
American dream of our, you know, 2.5 children. Ha ha ha. I guess the other, the 0.5 are the cats, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and we, we do very much want another child, but with having had such a high risk pregnancy, the tests all came back inconclusive. We still don't know what led to our baby having the defects that he did. They, nothing, they said it was just kind of a a 1% chance that it could have happened and the the odds are the same that it'll happen again. And that gets phrased to me in such a positive light of, well, it's only a 1% chance that it'll happen again. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, but it already did. Mm -hmm. That 1% already happened. Mm -hmm. So who's to say it won't happen again? Or who's to say I don't have a miscarriage and have to deal with whatever the fallout of that may be. Mm -hmm. uh, in Nebraska, they just charged a 17-year-old girl and her mother with aiding and abetting abort. I can't think of what the official charges are, mm -hmm. but a 17-year-old girl and her mother were charged with murder for her mother obtaining abortion pills past Nebraska's point of abortion being legal. And uh, a friend was with her when she was talking about it and went to the authorities and they got a search warrant for her Facebook and went through her Facebook messages and arrested her. They are like a 17 year old and her mother are being charged in Nebraska oh my God. for an illegal abortion. And I'm Ugh. they wouldn't have to go sniffing through my Facebook you know, my, my name and my face are very out there on the topic of abortion. So even if I had a miscarriage, I would be worried that the authorities would come after yeah. me and be like, well, can you prove it was only a miscarriage? If I have marijuana, if I test positive for marijuana that I hadn't taken in, you know, if I had taken an edible three weeks prior and then have a miscarriage, oh, there it is. They could charge me. Yeah. I mean, the fear of... This happens again. Roe is overturned. You can't, I mean, is the other option you just die? Maybe. Or go severely into, I mean, go into debt to take out loans to get to Colorado where they have promised abortion will remain safe and legal. But also yeah. Colorado can't service all 50 states. Right. The wait times are going to continue to extend and the price continues to go up and and it cripples people. Yeah. I've spoken with I've spoken with someone in the past who went to the same clinic that I did, did not have the procedure completed at that clinic because they had some other medical issues. So they had to go back to their home state for the delivery process. Oh my God. Um, but I want to say that it cost them fifteen thousand dollars. <gasps> Compared oh to my, my four. Oh my God. The, and they were, I guess they were like in the, they were at the 32 week mark at that point or something like that. I can't remember. And it's not wow. my story to tell, but I no, do remember course. the, the $15,000 being their cost. And they just, I think they just asked a bunch of family members, like, help us. This is what we need. How, do, how has this affected, like you guys said that um, it cleared your savings. What's been the the long term effects uh, of paying for all this? Um, it did pretty much wipe out the savings that we had at that point. We have money in other places because 
we have stock options through our company. And I mean, they're low right now because the economy sucks, but we have, yeah. So we've got some stock options that in a pinch we could sell those. Um, and I guess I did in a tragic, but good turn of events. My grandfather passed away last year. So I received a, I received a few thousand dollars from, a set from his, a state that was able to help us recover. We live in a garbage dystopia. Oh, and really I would I only got that part because my dad passed away 3 years ago. So when my dad <laughs> passed away, my grandpa rewrote his Stephanie! will. I know. I know it's it's so dystopian, but it's like, "Oh, how lucky am I that my dad and my grandpa died so I can have some money." And it was my much. abortion. That For cost my abortion. $4,000. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. It's insane. I, like what what a sentence. Thank God my dad died three years ago so that when my grandpa died, I got money to financially recover from my abortion. That would have killed me otherwise, maybe. Like, yeah, like that's a sentence that exists in America today. A true statement. It's crazy. It really is. And to have the financial burden on top of it being a decision we didn't want to make. We wanted the baby. We absolutely would have rather had the baby. My daughter would rather have her mother, so we made the choice we had to. And how would that have affected yeah. her life had the baby been born? Because he would have lived for an undetermined period of time, but in the NICU. And oh. I have friends who their firstborn was actually born days ahead of mine, but had some similar defects to what my baby was dealing with. And their three weeks in the NICU was over a million dollars billed to insurance. Oh, my God. It's like, so what am I? Sp I mean, yeah, OK, I spent six thousand dollars to travel and get an abortion. Who knows what I would have spent for the costs of the undetermined NICU stay? There was no winning here. I was go I was going broke either way. It was just a matter of at least in this instance, I was able to go broke and start to recover where had I gone with the NICU, I'm staying broke and that could affect my daughter's financial future. I would have had to potentially kill her. What college savings we do have for her would have gone towards her younger brother's care and funeral costs. <laughs> and funeral costs, exactly. And also the emotional toll on you, forcing you to finish out a pregnancy that you know isn't going. I mean, that's just like it's a war crime. Yeah. Forced pregnancy yeah. is a war crime and America has no problem carrying that out on their own citizens. Yeah. I can't thank you enough for coming on the show. We had a lot of people write in about um, pregnancy and childcare, but I felt we didn't have enough um, stories of abortion, especially in light of Roe and in terms of just how you you had you came here with the costs broken down, ready to go. <laughs> I was absolutely. I mean, I, like I said, I'm I'm a fan of the pod, so I knew what to come in here with, and yeah, it was. <laughs> $2,000 in travel, 
four thousand for the abortion, um, and then I did pay an wow. additional hundred and twenty-five dollars to have my baby cremated and get an urn for him. So the, that was the most affordable part. Was the hundred and twenty-five there? I'm so sorry, and I'm so sorry that you you have to sort of like flay yourself publicly in order for people to understand. It shouldn't be this complicated, but I spoke about the privilege it took me to even get the procedure earlier. Mm -hmm. And I think I have an insane amount of a privilege of privilege here. I have a story that is palatable to even the most anti-abortion people. Additionally, I am a lower middle class in a cishet presenting marriage. Mm -hmm. Like they, they don't love that I'm covered in tattoos and have blue hair. But aside from that, the Republic, the, the, the anti-abortion people can't really argue with me. Yeah. They hate tattoos and colorful hair. Let me tell you what they hate. They really hate tattoos and colorful hair. They sure do. And then here I am. (laughs) crusading through this movement but uh, what it really did come down to is no my husband my husband is white I am white passing we are in a cishet presenting marriage Mm -hmm. and that matters you know we're again we're Mm -hmm. homeowners and pay property taxes what more Mm -hmm. could they want from us and yet I still had to jump through a million hoops, bend over backwards, and drain my savings. I can't thank you enough for coming on. Where can people find like more of your work? I'm on all social media at Steph Dank. It's S-T-E-P-H-D-E-N-K. It's my social media handle since we don't want to we don't want to admit how long I've been on social media. We'll leave it at that. Because then I'm gonna age myself. <laughs> Are there other like groups or something that you've worked with or that have reached out to you that might be good for the listener to know? The Omaha Women's March is a huge one, as well as Planned Parenthood Nebraska. Uh, mm-hmm. I do occasionally will get like retweeted by Megan Hunt. She is a state senator out of Nebraska who is an absolute powerhouse in the world of abortion. Uh, her, wow, okay. Her efforts absolutely blocked an almost total abortion ban. She filibustered for eight hours on the floor (gasps) to block an abortion ban in Nebraska. Um, So yeah, Omaha Women's March, I work with a lot and we'll do speeches with them. Uh, I cannot recommend the organization Shout Your Abortion enough. Mm -hmm. They're a wonderful Mm -hmm. org. But Twitter is the main spot where I frequent I do a lot of retweets of mm-hmm. pro abortion groups there via like rewire news group uh physicians for reproductive health mm-hmm. a lot of places there so I don't publish a lot of original work but I do talk about abortion endlessly on both Twitter and my Instagram stories Thank you so much. Absolutely, Gabby. Thank you so much for having me on. It was a total honor. Uh, Like I said, (laughs) huge fan of the pod. And my husband is in love with your theme song. So. Uh. Thank you for listening. And thank you to my listeners for allowing Stephanie the space to share her story. It needs to be shared everywhere. You can write into the show at GabbyIsBadWithMoney at gmail.com. You can also leave me a voicemail at 844-474-4040. You can also leave a voice memo if you prefer uh, to the email address. 
We are on Discord, TikTok, Instagram, and Patreon. Links to all of those will be in the description below. Please leave a five-star Apple review and listen to the show the day it drops so we can get on the charts and spread the word. Also, Stephanie talked about the organization Shout Your Abortion. Please, please, please go check them out. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, love you guys. Bye. Done. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.